Welcome back, everyone, to episode 72 of the Jake and Joe Show. And can you hear how good this sounds? Jake, can you hear how good this sounds? Oh, I can hear it. Dude, I'm so excited. Me too. You want to tell the people why I'm so excited? All right, Joe's so excited. And if you followed our Facebook page, you kind of already know. We splurged a little bit, broke the piggy bank, and we went on Amazon. Yeah. And we bought a Focusrite Scarlet 2i2 interface. So basically, basically, we are <laughs> talking to you from brand new XLR microphones on brand new mic stands in a brand new location, aka Joe's basement. And that shout out to me. Shout out to Joseph. This audio that you're hearing right now is coming right from this XLR analog microphone going down this cable into that interface Whoa! where it's being translated into a digital digital that's my favorite code. type of signal yeah well, and then as long as it was previously analog it was it was it's ADD man Whoa! And we're not DDD anymore and then it goes into what telemark and then, goes and then it goes from the USB cable uh-huh. on the interface end yeah. into the laptop that what? we now use. Oh my goodness. So what does all that mean? It means that we have, well, we have new audio equipment and we're going to sound so much better. So There's good. like no background noise whatsoever. And this is like my genuine voice. This and is what we, yeah, voice. this is what we actually sound like in real life. Right. So like now we can't like listen back to old episodes and be like, oh wow, I sound so bad, but that's because our equipment was bad. This is no, legit. This is, this is us. us. This is real now. So now that we've invested, uh, geez, now a, a lot close of money, five hundred dollars in this <laughs> podcast. Uh, we let's don't, get some listens. We we don't have anything to donations. talk about. So it's kind of funny that this is the first episode we're bringing to you guys on this new equipment, and it might be the most uninspired episode. It's so bad. We've yeah. ever done. Like, so far this season, even when we did tidbits last week, we had an idea of what we were going to talk about. Right. And we had, like, some thoughts that we had put together. We've been sitting here for the last hour. Yeah. Just trying no to think of what to talk about. Because neither of us are feeling inspired this week. And what's stupid, and we've discussed this, is that this week, two crazy historical events just happened. One being that we have our first image of a black hole, so that's a pro. And on the con end, as we're speaking, the Notre Dame Church. Is it Notre Dame? Notre Dame, Notre Dame. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. It's burning. it's burning. And it's on fire right now. The steeple's gone. I mean, this this day is history. That, I just looked, and that cathedral started construction in the 1100s and took like 200 something years to complete so and it, just it almost in made an it 100 100 100 1000 years it almost made it 1000 years from its inception yeah america i mean put that into perspective america isn't even 300 years old yeah this is an old old building yeah here's the church here's the steeple Open just kidding it burnt and, down oh Yikes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. So like we said, this episode, non-inspired. Mm-hmm. So this, we're actually going to be calling Tidbits 4, even though I know we just did 
tidbits three last yeah. week. Uh, I don't really think we have any other choice. Yeah, we're in between thoughts right now. We got really lucky because we didn't do this. We had an extended hiatus in between seasons three and four. Like eight so months. So we had a refresh. No, it really wasn't that long, was it? Wasn't? It wasn't? Was it? I don't remember. We oh. were supposed to come back in after the summer, like September. Of... Oh, and we came back in like January. Yeah. So we basically skipped the fall. Yeah, basically. All right. Well, so we were super refreshed, plus we just stumbled upon the whole motivation thing, which ended up being like a f- six or seven part series, mm. which was super successful and, and awesome. Uh, so we're in between that right now. So we'll think of something, I'm sure. But yeah, um, I guess you can talk about what we will be talking about. We got a bunch of little stuff coming your way this week, boys and girls. We are going to be talking about some things that we did, some things that we will be doing, and things that we no longer do anymore. He's not wrong. I'm not wrong. Why would I... Why? Am I ever wrong? Really? Well, that sounded like it could be an exaggeration. But it wasn't. That's what I'm telling them. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Forgive me, Jake. I was wrong. Again. Jake went and saw a play. We're going to talk about that. Yeah. We went on a hike. We're going to talk about that. There's a new Xbox coming out. We're going to talk about that. We're going to see someone who's actually good at creating entertainment for people. We're going to talk about that. We're going to be using an Airbnb. And we're going to talk about Airbnbs that we used. We're going to talk about that. (laughs) And we're also going to talk about uh, how Patriot's Day is a sham. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I got a question I want to ask Jake to wrap up the show. Is it uh, the word? Is it the wise word? No, no, no. That's, I mean, I'm still going to ask you that for sure. That's definitely coming. But this is a different question I want to ask you. So I guess let's, uh, let's move right along. You went and saw a play. I did. I saw oh, wait. a play with Adrian. We're going to do Song of the Week at some point. We'll throw that in there. Anyway, continue. Oh, of course. Playtime. Yeah. So every year, Adria's dad is a major part of his church's Easter play. They call it The Event. The Event. Let's just call it This is The, the event. event, dude. It's a huge production, man. Huge production. Over 300 people are part of this show in one way or another, and there's tons of music um, choreographed fight scenes between fight a- scenes? <laughs> angels and demons, dude. Let me tell you what. Oh, it got crazy. There was oh black lights. Yeah, yeah, black lights. Yeah, I'm serious. Oh, it's not like when you think of a church play, uh-huh. you're probably thinking of like a small church with like really poor acting, but that's not the case. This was like in between. Okay, this is gonna sound bad at first, but hear me out. In between that and Broadway. But like way closer to Broadway, it's like eighty percent of the way there. It's wow. really good, uh, and like I said, Adria's dad is a major part of it. He is one of the six solo performers. Uh, so there's, I think he had one or two songs where he was the lead singer. Wow! Yeah, it's pretty neat. Is he good? Yeah, he's good. Nice. So I assume the play was about Easter. I don't know if no, you mentioned actually. that. I mean, it's called The Event. Yeah. So no, it's, it's not? No, it's not even about like Christianity or anything. It's just about- uh, 
I this can't, guy you're, you're, who used to live. He was born in Nazareth, and his name was Jesus. Yeah, okay, thanks. Thanks for pulling a fast one on old Joe. Yeah, yeah. so Making yeah. Making me was, sound real good to the listeners. <laughs> of course, so appreciate it was, uh, that. Of course, it was an Easter play. And it was about, you know... I asked you that question Jesus as a segue, Jake. Jesus. And you made me look like a fool. <laughs> I was, I was <laughs> handing you... I was handing you on a silver platter a segue for you to talk about Easter and the awkwardness. And you spat in my face. I'm sorry. On this new equipment. I know. So yeah, it's about <laughs> Jesus' life and death and, and resurrection and what that means. And uh, it's pretty good. I liked it. 10 out of 10? Yeah. 5 out of 7. Actually, I would say out of plays that I've seen, mm-hmm. pretty high up there, dude. How many, how many plays have you seen? Uh, <laughs> you didn't want me to ask that, did you? I could count them on two hands. <laughs> but you don't need to. And three of them were from that church. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was good. It was great. You didn't go... With us? No, I was invited, but I decided, you know, I'm I'm better than that. Yeah. I'm better than you, really, is what it comes down to. Now, I would have gone if, or, you know, Michaela and I would have gone if one of you was in it, but- Next year, I am going to be in it, actually. Are you really? Yeah. We went out to dinner. Yeah. At the end of it. Uh Uh, We went to this place called Gipper's. It's a sports bar. Okay. And there was like 25 people, most of who was actually in the production. Uh, We were- hanging out and so I get to meet some of the cast. It's pretty cool. And then Al was like, Hey, you know, Jake's a pretty good singer and the guy who put it on, so the guy's like, Really? Let's hear it. So I gave him my best Josh Groban. Did you really? Oh dude. In a sports yeah. bar? It was so awkward. But I just for like a verse and a chorus, right? Everyone was just like No way. Listening to me. Dude, how it was have you so not, weird. How have you not told me about this I, sooner I, than now? Because I just didn't really think of it because it's just all coming what, to me. What did you sing? Once. Um I can't remember what it's called, but it's the first thing that came to my head because I was like, Oh well, I gotta sing something that you know secular, that you can right? Right, right, right. Secular or secular, I don't know. But it was like the I can't even think of the <laughs> of what it was called. It was, uh, it was was it legitimately Josh Groban? Yeah, it was like the, one of the Josh Groban songs, and he was you like, "You lift me yes, up." Yes, that's the one. Yes, that was the one. All right, so uh, I sing it, and he was like, "That was really good. You should really be a part of our next show." And I was like, "Thanks." Oh, okay, I'll uh, I'll consider give it, a, it. I'll consider it. If you're in it, I will be there. I'm joking. That didn't happen. <laughs> I can't deal with this. I can't. What? Wh- you why know, are you treating me this way? You know how to best tell a lie? How? Combine it with the truth. So was there any truth in that? Yeah, we went to Gipper's and I met some of the cast and crew. But you didn't sing a verse Not in a all. chorus of Josh. Dude, that sounded so far-fetched. I was, I was like willing to believe you because I trust you and you're my friend, but I guess maybe I should rethink both of those things. <laughs> Probably. Trust and friendship. I'll only lie to you on the show, though, for content. But you are going to be in it. No. Uh, you have to it be. It was a lie. No, you have to be. No. Oh, okay. All right. Because yeah, I want to go. I want to go see it, you, you know? sing. All right. Sounds good. Another thing we also did this weekend was hike. Hike. First hike of First the year. First hike of the year. And it was I'm fun. just going to mess with you because you've been messing with me. All right. All right. How, give it a go. Give it a go. 
That's all you That's got? That's all you got? You're just going to keep You're copying just going to keep copying me? Wow, real creative. I assume that's what you're going to say next. Real good way of getting back at me. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're really getting me. Uh, it was Hatchet Mountain Hatchet. in Hope, Maine. Yeah. That is on the eastern half or eastern side, rather, of Maine, for those of you who don't know. It is basically right down the road from Belfast mm-hmm. and a little bit north of Camden. So if you were to look at the hike, you'd see that it's not very far. <laughs> it's a short. It's a short hike. Yeah, short hike. But there's a section of it i'd say about 30 to 40 percent of it is pretty steep yeah i'd say the second leg mostly yeah because it, it was a trail that just zigzagged back and forth yeah up to the top of this quote-unquote mountain yeah uh and, and like the second zag it was just like wow it was pretty steep it was steep man. yeah i don't really have a good grasp of like oh it was a 30 degree angle right or whatever but it was it was pretty steep and we were struggling. It was probably around 30 degrees. It could have been a little more than that. Yeah. I mean, if this is zero and like 45 is here, it wasn't that steep. It was probably like, yeah, it was probably yeah, 30, 35 degrees. 30. You're right. But Use your hand, listeners, and hold it flat yep. and then move it up to 90 degrees, which is straight up and down, and then move it halfway in between flat and straight up and down, and that gives you 45, and then estimate, you know, take it like 10% off of 45 and drop it down a little bit. That's pretty steep. That's this like has been Trigonometry 101 with, with your Joe. professor, Joe Chase. <clears throat> Don't make fun of me, all right? I'm not making fun of you. I'm trying to help the lizen- the, the listeners, the lizardners. Conspiracy lizard, theories. Visualize what you meant by steep trail. But yeah. I'm sure you helped them, and I'm sure one of them got in a car accident thanks to you. We, <laughs> we lost the trail like three quarters of the way up because it was yeah. so covered in snow and ice. We yeah. had no idea where we were going. It was slippery. We got all the way to the top, and there was a, a cell tower and a fire. I, w- I wanted to say fire tower, but I don't think that's true, because that, it was definitely a cell tower. And we were rewarded with an amazing view. It was incredible, dude. The five feet we could see before the fog cut everything off was majestic. It was very majestic. And what was the, mo- the most aggravating thing about it is that as we started hiking back down, it started to clear up. Yep. Like, by the time we got halfway down... The cloud, the the fog had cleared, and we could see. And then by the time we got back to the cars, the sun was out and shining, and it was beautiful. But we still had fun. You know why? Why? Because we were hanging out with friends. We were with friends. That's right. We kept singing, "Country Road," or mm-hmm. whatever that song is. Old Town Road. Old Town Road. Wrangler on my booty. Cowboy hat made of Gucci. Cheating on my girl. With my horse. Basically, is what that <laughs> song is all about. <laughs> Uh, we went out to eat afterwards. We tried going to this, uh, it's like shack place to get food and we got there and they were out of business. Oh, yeah. Thanks for that, Google. Thanks for telling us it was out of business. Yeah, that sucked. And then we went to this place in Camden called Cuzzies. Cuzzies? Yeah. And we got there. Cuzzies. Yeah, Cuzzies. We got there just as they were starting their happy hour specials and I got a full, like, it was like a 12 inch or 10 inch, uh, Brick oven pizza for five bucks. Yeah. And it was good. It was delicious. Good deal. Yeah, the the food was very good. I th- began to think that we were going to be having a negative experience w- because of the guy who waited on us. Everyone gave the waiter a hard time. Dude, he was super awkward. I did not and think he so. He was very, like, he was weird. 
I had no issue with him and at he, all. He, yeah, I don't know. His interactions were super weird. He wasn't polite. He was just like, what do you want? <laughs> Which is like, okay, it's just not good. It's just awkward. I ended up actually tipping more than 100%. Oh. Because my meal was only like $5.40. And I didn't want to only tip five, $4.60 to bring it up to 10 because I felt like that was like I like to at least tip five dollars when I tip, no oh. matter what the no matter what the bill is. Okay. I feel like less than five dollars is kind of an insult. Like here's my pocket change. Here's three dollars or four dollars. What do you do with your phone? Are you like taking a picture of me over there? Three dollars, four dollars. I just feel like it's an insult. So stop looking at your phone. So I like to do at least five. So I did five dollars and sixty cents to bring the total to eleven dollars. Oh wow! Meaning that I paid more in tip. Than I did on the bill, and I think that's the first time I've ever done that. He didn't deserve it, Joe. I mean, but okay. Whether or not he deserved it, I did it more for me than him. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to feel good about myself. I don't care how he feels. Well, good. While we're on the topic, or kind of, we were we were talking a little bit about Easter. Let's talk about Patriots Day. Yeah, that's today. It is. We're celebrating a holiday that I definitely know the meaning of. Yeah. Go ahead and tell well, them. It's as Joe said, it's today, and I was approximately today years old when I realized that Patriots Day is not a national holiday. It I did is, know that. It is just celebrated by um a few a handful of states, Maine, right. Massachusetts, I believe Connecticut, a few other northeastern states, and then for whatever reason, Wisconsin. No idea why. Because Total they're main outlier. two. They're main yeah, but two it's for like, now. It's not even close. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so the reason we celebrate it is to commemorate the Battle of Lexington and Concord. And this was this happened before Maine split off in 1820, I believe, from Massachusetts. So that's why we... That's our reasoning for celebrating it. I would that's like the to reason know, for the season. I would like to know Wisconsin's reasoning for celebrating it. Doesn't make any sense. But cool. And we also found out that September 11th, we call it September 11th, but there's actually a national holiday called Patriot Day. So that's uh, Patriot's Day is today, and Patriot without the S is on September 11th. So that's only minorly confusing. Just a little bit. Yeah. And I didn't have school today, so that's kind of what I cared about. But you still had to work. I did. That's I didn't right. have to work. I had today off. Right. My employer actually cares about me. I know. I wish mine did. Your employer doesn't care about you. They don't no. care. They just don't, man. We all had big G's together. That was fun. And delicious. And on that insanely entertaining note, let's move on to Song of the Week. Joe, what did you bring us? So my Song of the Week this week is by an artist named Scott. S-K-O-T-T. Seems like a girly spelling. And that's because she's a girl, so I guess I'll give her a pass on this one. She, um... I don't even really know what genre I would put this into, I guess. It's like pop, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but it's not mainstream. It's like hippie pop. or I, I don't even know. I... I I don't really care. You know, it's a good song. I like it. <laughs> I feel like every That's week true. That's true. when we do song of the week, 
I have like some story. You do, yeah. Or something I can tell about the song. Yeah. And this week I just really don't. I mean, <laughs> she doesn't have a full length album out. She's got good singles. Now's the time to hop on the Scott train before everyone else does. Yeah, it's a good song. I like it. I hope you like it. Yeah. So here's 30 seconds of, oh, I don't even think I said the name. Scott, stay off my mind. Here's 30 seconds. I guess I would classify this as like Carly Rae Jepsen pop. Yeah. I feel like she's kind of, you know, made her own subgenre of music that's very, very, very... I think they call it... Bubbly. Bubblegum. Yeah, basically. It's bubblegum pop, essentially. And I like it. I mean, I like Carly yeah. Rae Jepsen a lot. It's I've, pleasant. Yeah. And I like pleasant music. I'm a happy guy. I'm a, I'm a positive dude. Yeah. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, I don't really care. Jake, what'd you bring for us this week? I featured them before. You have? The band's name is Owl. When'd you I, do that? I can't remember. I don't I remember. know it wasn't this season. Oh. And we just looked it up. It was about way back in episode 30. Before we knew everything is always only passing So what is it about those guys that you like? I don't know exactly. Um, I think it's a combination of a couple different things because I typically don't go for songs that are that BPM, which to me is rather slow. Slow, yeah. Uh, I like the orchestral part of it. They always have strings. And I think it's just his style of singing. I, I've mentioned it a billion times, but vocal style is very important to me and that's one of the things that can either really deter me like Old Town Road the way Lil Nas X <laughs> yeah. raps kind of is deters me big time quote unquote raps yeah it's like it's just talking yeah um but the way and, and I wish I knew his name cuz he really deserves a ton of credit but the guy singing his style is just like uh really attracts me to his music it's really good and um if you remember All I Ever Know, or if you were to go back and, and, and look at it now, you could tell that they definitely have a distinct sound. It's always slow, it's always orchestral, and uh, has a similar vocal style, which I hope doesn't wear out, because I know I liked Grandson for a while. Right. But then it was like, eh, everything sounds the same, and I've kind of like fallen off with him. But he still has... His music is still good. It's just like doesn't same stuff. sound fresh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is sad. It's just me being spoiled as a listener. Yeah, really. that's that's true. Yeah, that's a that's an interesting thought that we're in a we're in a time where we're spoiled with music to the point where we can just like yeah. choose to write an artist off because they sound the same. Like 
Of course they sound the right. same. It's the they same have a person. Sound. Right. right. And but we're just to this point where we can like be so picky. If you go back even like 200 years, if you heard music, you're it was like all the same. you were happy to hear it. Well, you were happy to hear it. Right, right. I mean, the only time you'd really get to hear music before electricity was live performances. Right. I mean, maybe record well no because even then you'd need electricity there was no way to hear live there was no way to hear music unless it was played live yeah so you didn't get to be picky if you heard a song once in your life like that that's always been something that's been interesting to me the idea of like knowing that a song exists but never having heard it yeah like have you heard have you heard something in or sonata's fifth yeah or whatever (laughs) <laughs> like no, I haven't. I've I've heard about it for a long time. Well, it goes like this: bum bum bum. Right. It's just this, that's just an odd idea to me that you can like, yeah. like people like knew of music but had never heard it. Music must have been so much more powerful, special to people and special. Yeah. I mean, people have emotional reactions to music now, but imagine not listening to music or not hearing music for a year or two, and then just getting to hear. Like some of, of the greatest, like, whoa, and it, Beethoven, and, and yeah, and some of the greatest music ever written. Yeah, like these artists that you know, the Bachs, the Beethovens, the other uh, guys. I need to know more than just those two, but those two, <laughs> uh, Rachmaninoff, y- yeah, uh, Tchaikovsky or Tchaikovsky, yeah, Char- Tchaikovsky, yeah, is I that his so. name? Ch- yeah, Ch- we don't know anything, but the point being, like you. would you know, may say you heard a song that you really, really liked. You're like, that was that might be my favorite song. Like that was great. You don't get to hear it again for years. I bet the um everyone's favorite song, there was a super high chance that you shared a favorite song with someone that you know back then. <laughs> Cause you'd only ever heard like three songs. Man, so. <laughs> my favorite song is well, let me see. Uh I know five. <laughs> I know five. <laughs> I know five songs. The, uh, the alphabet song, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, <laughs> um, Beethoven's Fifth. Yeah, that's true. Beethoven's I mean, Fifth, I guess man, it's a better one. There we go. I, what did I say? Did I say like Bach? You said Fifth like you something? said like Sonata Ninth. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, but that that's probably like the most common type of music was like the little s- jingles, like the nursery rhymes and stuff that you you could sing without. I don't any... know when those were made though. I think. You think those were made around the same time? Well, I have no idea, honestly. Ring Around the Rosie is about like the Black Plague or something. But was it made? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think Ring Around the Rosie. And that was what, 1300s? Uh, was that when the Black Plague? I think was so, a thing? yeah. We, See, shouldn't, really don't we shouldn't be talking about this. We have no idea. Yeah. Let's not kid ourselves. Let's get talk. Let's get back into shallow subjects. Let's, like yeah, let's today's go. Today's technology, things that we can like pretend we know about. Right. So uh, let's talk about the new Microsoft Xbox One S because we totally needed a new one, man. You know how many iterations of the Xbox One are out right now? Like four. Yeah, and now there's the, going to be a fifth. You have the the Xbox One S, the Xbox. Well, there was the Xbox One. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, the original. Yeah. Then the Xbox One S. Yeah. Xbox One X. X. Yeah. And I think there was a, a different Xbox One S, which was like slimmer. Oh. Uh, or it's different in some way. And now they're releasing the Xbox One S all digital. And it's the, the that's same. That's what they're calling it? Yeah, they're the calling all it digital? the all digital. Oh. Huh. 
which I guess sounds kind of cool. It sounds generic, but cool at the same time. Yeah. I guess that's Microsoft. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, the I believe it's the same technology in a regular Xbox One S, but they're just taking out the disk drive because optical media is becoming a thing of the past. So. But here's what I don't understand. Like, okay, cool. I, un- I-, I can see them taking out the disk drive, saves them money, blah, 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 blah. But is this like intended to be a console that people who already have an Xbox go out and get? No, I think it's a replacement for the Xbox One S. So they're, so they're going to charge. Build the, yeah, they're going to charge the same price, maybe yeah. more because it's new, and they're saving costs because they're not paying to put I a CD know, drive. I don't know actually. I uh, I think it said two hundred and sixty dollars was. I, I think I, they lowered the price. I just don't understand the point of getting rid of the CD drive. What was well, it hurting? It's. it's it, it, I don't think it's got to be purely like business. That's it is business, but also just people aren't using them. And I think what really started it was I want to say Apple. I think Apple was the first business to start getting rid of the CD drive because they just wanted to make things as thin as possible. Um, I mean, they've never shied away from doing things that could be controversial, like the headphone jack. That was clearly a bad play, but well. Was it? Because like 90% of phones now don't have a headphone jack. Well, I think that's dumb. I mean, it is I, don't, absolutely I don't want dumb. Bluetooth yeah, right now. I mean, maybe it was a little bit too early, but right now I don't really want Bluetooth headphones. But anyway, yeah, Apple got rid of the CD drive. Other companies followed suit. And I remember when I first realized that CD drives are on the way out. I remember thinking how crazy it was that we finally reached the age where things that have been the norm for so long are going away. And that must be how people grew growing up in the 80s and maybe even 70s actually felt about when cassette players just slowly morphed into a dual, like in your car, a dual cassette and CD. And right. then eventually just cassettes gone. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just CDs. Yeah, that's true. So, and now it's slow, CDs are just slowly phasing out because everyone's going digital. I know there are a lot of cars, new cars that come without CD drives. Like, yeah, like they'll come it, right off the factory line without a CD drive anymore. It's right. all digital. And it it makes sense. It really does. I mean, people listen to Spotify on their phone and yep. they connect via Bluetooth. Right. Why would you put a CD in the drive when you already have a phone? that has access to 20-something million songs right? on the fly. Like, why have a CD with 10 tracks? Yeah. I mean, I can understand the hesitation to move from, like, cassette to CD because there isn't really, a, like, an immediate, like, a huge benefit. You Right, right, Like, right. a cassette, sure, you have to rewind it if you want to hear the first song. With a CD, you could just skip back. Yeah. But I don't feel like that's as major of a change as going from a CD with 10 songs on it to a phone with 22 million. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I, it, I, it's more of an obvious change than the slow progression in the mm-hmm. 80s. So it's to no surprise that Microsoft is looking at this trend and like, hey, let's apply it to video games too. Right. It is going to save them money. And honestly, consumers are going the way of buying things digitally, going on the Xbox slash Microsoft store, buying a game and downloading it. Internet speeds are finally getting to the point, besides in rural Maine and other rural states, I'm sure, internet speeds are getting to the point where they can actually 
download a game in, in less than a day. Right. So, it, you know, that's just what's... And storage is so happen. cheap. Right, right. You can just put it all. I mean, my original Xbox had a like a 10 or 20 gig hard drive in it. Right. So things had to be on the disc because a few games and you wouldn't be able to play your Xbox anymore. Also, if you think about it, last gen was like averaged about out to be about eight gigabytes per game. I noticed mm. if you were to download a game from like 2008 yeah. on Steam, it's about eight gigabytes. If you download a game today, it's like 50, something massive. A AAA well, game, right. it's going to be huge. Right, because around 2008, I mean, people were using DVDs for games, and right. the capacity of a DVD is 8 gigs. Right. So they would want to fit it in under that 8-gig limit so it would fit on the disc. Right. So and what I'm going with that, or where I'm going with that, is if they don't just wipe out physical media completely, they need to come up with something that has the capacity mm. to fit even more. I mean, uh, I think the latest generation Blu-ray discs can fit several several gigabytes but it's really oh, they're it's, just not using it it's over 40 or 50 gigs yeah the newest just, blu-ray discs yeah they're just really not right using it i think cartridge games are the future really i mean i know that the, i i think how they can I, save... I guess i guess i can't say that they are the future i think they should be like the way you buy nintendo switch games mm. they come on a little cartridge because it's not being utilized this way right now but think of this you buy a console that doesn't need to have any onboard storage or minimal onboard storage because all your games are on cartridges. These cartridges, when put into your console, have the same read-write speed right. as the as it would have if it was on internal storage because it's flash storage and it's just as fast. And they can make these cartridges with like an extra 30 or 40 gigs of space on them. And then when you download an update for a game, download it and overwrite it on the cartridge. So the cartridge itself is what's being updated. Oh, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't need a massive amount of storage in the console and then you'd get the benefit of being able to take your game and putting it into other consoles as well, but the updates also carry over. So, you know, say you were playing Xbox, uh, Halo on your Xbox 360 and you were going over to your homie's house. You have Halo installed on your Xbox and you have all the updates applied. You're going to your friend's house. He has an Xbox 360. He just doesn't have Halo. So you take your disc with you. You go over there, pop the disc in. It can play the game, but nope, don't have the updates, so right. now it's got to download those updates. Yeah, yeah. Instead, you've got Halo on a cartridge. It's in your console. You it updates. Plug it, in, boom. it updates to the cartridge. Now you go over to your buddy's house with that cartridge, and voila, it's good to go. It's good to play because it's got all the updates. I think it would only be a certain business that would do that, and I think that certain business would more likely be Nintendo. Nintendo, because yeah, Because it would I be agree. more consumer-friendly because it's not necessarily the greatest business decision, mm -hmm. but it would be a fantastic ease-of-use, consumer-friendly type thing. And if there's any company that's going to make sort of poor business decisions, it's going to be Nintendo. Oh, they always take risks, <laughs> so... Yeah. yeah. Actually, today's the last day of Reggie's presidency of Nintendo. No. Yeah. No, it's and, Bowser and it's now. Going, yeah, it's going to some dude with the name Bowser. How crazy is I that? I know, that's... It's so weird. They had to have like picked him on purpose. It, or like, you know, because of that. Right. It's like it was between him and some equally qualified guy. They're like, well, I mean, we yeah. got to go with Bowser. Sorry, your name is not Bowser. Right. <laughs> Someone legally changes his name to Mario. It's like, <laughs> the other right, guy's dude. name is Bowser it's Jr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was so close. <laughs> <laughs> so later this October. Okay. You and me. Mm -hmm. Adria. Yep. 
That's your significant other. It, oh, yeah. I forgot her name. Michaela. Yep. That's my significant other. Mm-hmm. Four of us hopping in a car, driving south. We are. We're going to stop about three hours south from here. Massachusetts. We're going to be staying in someone's basement. We are. We don't even know them. No, nope, don't even know them. We're just going to stay in their basement, which I want to talk about because that idea is crazy. And then we're going to go see someone funny. Yeah. Stand on stage and talk to us for about an hour. And not just that, but film a Netflix special. <gasps> so we're going to be in the video, not yeah. visible in any way. Well, maybe. We can like pause it and, and look for zoom us. and enhance, zoom <laughs> and enhance. So we're going to see Mark Marin. Yeah. He's going on tour, uh, stand-up comedian, been doing stand-up for a long time. Mm. He has a podcast that he's been doing for a long time. I actually feel like some of the things or some of the w- the ways that I frame questions and ask questions on this podcast are because of him. Like I've paid attention to the way he conducts interviews and asks questions to people. And I like to think a little bit's rubbed off on me. But anyway, going to see Marin should be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. You and his podcast, by the way, is WTF. Yeah, the WTF pod. WTF pod with Mark Marin. Yeah. Something like that. But yeah, he's really funny, uh, very self-deprecating humor. Did you see, where did you find it? Because you're the one who told me about this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. Um, he just popped up as something I might be interested in, and they were right. I think I've talked in the past before about how if you were going to be a stand-up comedian, you'd basically be Mark Marin. Yeah. Like, you kind of even look like him. Not a lot. Not a lot. There's yeah. Very distant similarities, but, right. you know. No, I, I had the same, I had a similar thought the, from the first time I saw his stand-up, I'm like, oh, dude, this guy is so relatable. <laughs> like, this is me if my life turns out pretty bad. He has a Sorry, bit. Mark. He has <laughs> <laughs> he's way more successful right, than you uh, and yeah, I will ever yeah. be. But just like in other fronts, uh, you know. <laughs> he he has like a five minute bit where he does nothing but talk about how inconvenient carrying a wallet is. Like he just talks about like such mundane, like uninteresting <laughs> Seinfeld stuff, episodes. Basically. Yeah. So we're going down there. We're staying in an Airbnb in someone's yep. basement. Yeah. With no locked door. No lock that, on the door. That's the freaky thing to me. No, what I think... I think the description is written poorly. She needs to change okay. it. There is a locked door, but it's like it's kind of like a situation here on my house where you walk in that door. Say this basement was an ep- a separate living space yeah. without a door separating it from upstairs. Right. So like they could come in and creep on us, yes, but they someone could... from outside could Exactly. So we're we're like locked in. Right. With them. With yeah, them. Yeah, that's not that's not weird. Like they could come down. And they could have all the time in the world now that they know we're here to research us and to look into us, to listen to our entire podcastography, get to know us, figure out our weaknesses and exploit those weaknesses to for gain their our own trust. Gain. Oh no. And use us for our money. <laughs> 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 what money? I know. <laughs> we just spent it on stuff. Yeah, we just but we just we bought podcast stuff and then we turned around and bought tickets in an Airbnb. What are we doing, Jake? I don't know. We Making we've done bad decisions. We've done episodes talking about being like economical and yeah. we're just blowing money. We deserve this. We've earned it. Yeah. But to be fair, I didn't actually spend any money out of pocket for this podcast equipment or my share of it. That's true. I just used reward money on my credit card. Yeah. So, moral of the story, get a credit card. You really should, dude. That we should talk that's a great pod 
podcast episode. We should really talk about that because there's still so much negative stigma with our generation with credit cards. Mm -hmm. When basically it boils down to you just need to have self-control and then you can reap great rewards. Mm. That's that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying this from the standpoint of me always having great self-control, but that's the idea. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Would your parents, like 20 years ago, have ever considered staying in someone's basement when you went on vacation? No, they wouldn't now. Oh, they wouldn't now? No. I don't think my parents would either. It's a very new thing. Yeah. Well, they might actually. I I don't know. Yeah. I think maybe, and I'm sure my mom is listening, I think my mom would hesitate, but my dad would kind of like be okay with it and and he would convince her, I guess. Yeah. It would be something that you'd be uncomfortable with, so you'd have to go with someplace highly rated right yeah this, try it out these you know? pe- it's not like we're staying in someone's basement who like doesn't have any ratings this this chick has like 200 five star ratings like people have stayed in her basement all before fake. for those of you who aren't she aware of what or you're unfamiliar with what airbnb is basically what it is is it's a way for people with extra space in their home to temporarily make money they can like rent out a space in their home for you to stay in and there's like an official app and website and stuff. It's all very like official and protected with yeah. like PayPal and stuff like that. So we're not getting scammed or anything. But you basically you can look around and you can find a place to stay. Normally much cheaper than a hotel. And a lot of times it's nicer. Oh yeah. Like we're it's in way more private. Right. We're in someone's basement, but there's like a seventy inch TV on the wall and like they just renovated it. It's like mm. brand new. Brand new stainless steel touchless trash can. Oh, that's that's what I. That's need. what sold me. That's what I need in my life. That's right. And it's cheap. I mean, we're staying basically in Boston. It's a little bit outside of Boston. Yeah. And it's you know all four of us are staying there, and after taxes and everything, it was a hundred and sixty for the night. If you look at hotels in that area, mm-hmm. they're like three hundred a night. So this is much cheaper. It's going to be much better quality, higher quality, and uh, it's cool. Yeah. So we're doing it. Yeah, it'll be fun. So I guess we're getting near the end of the show. And listeners, I want to sincerely apologize from the bottom of my heart. (laughs) We just decided off mic that we're naming this episode the bad one. It's going to (laughs) be tidbits for the bad one because this is just not good. Like, don't. Like, thanks for listening, but... If this is your first episode... <laughs> We're not bad. We're not this bad. Yeah. Just go to the start of the season, please. Please, start over. Don't yeah. start here. Anyway, one last thing I wanted to ask before we end this, whatever it is, this episode, this show. What's a weird... And this is... I'm asking you. Yes. Yeah. I'm pointing towards you. I'm asking you. Yeah. What's a weird childhood ritual... That you still do to this day? Well. Are there any? Yeah. Like yeah. what's something you do that you've noticed I've other people about. don't do? I've talked to you about it. It's it's a, we really? Remember when we talked about bathroom habits? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that. one I can think of off the top of my head was, uh, or is, the fact that when I'm in the shower, I have to have my hands behind my neck pretty much at all times. That's That's weird. Yeah. 
I mean, but that's not really like a childhood ritual. I'm talking about like... <sighs> like sacrificing goats and stuff? I've never done that. <laughs> no, I'm talking about sacrificing children. Do people childhood do that? Is rituals. that typical? Yeah, it's pretty normal. Oh. I'm talking about like, instead of like walking on a path, like when if you're walking somewhere and there's like a mm. footpath to walk on, but then there's like a ledge next to you, walk on the ledge instead. Like I'm talking about like stuff like that. Like I don't think stupid things that kids do that you still do as an adult that like hasn't gone away. I don't Is there anything think like that? Nothing regular, but and I like, haven't had time oh, to think about it. Here's another one. So like whenever you eat, like always saving yeah. the best food for last, or no. like when you have a sandwich. And there's crust on it. Do you like eat all the crust off and then eat the like the inner portion of the sandwich because no. it's crust free and it's the best? But I do that. I mean, sometimes. we talked about how I like my sandwiches perfectly and symmetrical. I guess, but crust isn't symmetrical. So yeah, explain that. Uh, I really don't. I don't think I do. Uh, I suppose, and this isn't even a ritual again. But I still haven't taught myself. I still feel uncomfortable when I plan things super far in advance, like the Mark Marin show. For some reason, I have like a phobia or very much, I have anxiety when I plan things in advance. Like, and I think that's why as a teenager and as a young adult, I just usually, before I was in a relationship, I just always had weekends to myself because that was like consistent and easy. But whenever I plan things, I just constantly have anxiety until that day is here. So now I will always have a little piece of me anxious about that Mark Marin trip. And that's kind of exhausting. Why, Why though? Traffic. I mean, I, I, um, I'll the, drive. Like, like, please, let me. And uh, <laughs> We both know why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and that's a big thing, actually. Like, my directions, I get worried about that. Well, you know what? You don't have to worry, Jake. Um, I'll, I'll be your guy. Into a much lesser degree, just like what if you know, things go wrong? Airbnb people are murderers. <laughs> you know. So you think about like this is interesting because you're not you've never really been an anxious person at least in the time that I've known you. So to see that like something as simple as just driving planning three out, things, yeah, uh, that's, very ang- anxiety inducing for me. That's why I'm a very go with the flow person because I yeah. have to be, hmm. and I'm I kind of have to get myself out of that. I know because to be like a functioning adult with several aspects of their life, like a work life, hobby life, I, I have to plan things. And I got to tell you, these last couple months since we've been doing the show again and I've been going to the gym, it's been the most planning and busiest I've ever been in my life. And it's a little stressful, but I'm trying. I'm starting to get used to it. Mm. That's yeah. good. Just just those little things. Maybe. Why is it stressful? Why is going to the gym stressful? It's it's the act Open of going up to, to the me, gym. Jake isn't stressful but knowing that when i wake up my whole day is planned i hate that and it's depressing so when we went on the hike on saturday adria made a few comments about how like you were going to be getting like grumpier as the day went on yes because like you just want to be home Uh, yeah i do and i noticed no offense to you and no offense to the podcast but i like really want to be home now and it's super depressing knowing that once (laughs) i get home i'm going to eat and go to bed Well, that hurts my feelings just a little bit, but okay, you know I'm used to it. Yeah, whatever. Sorry. I think it. I yeah. I just you got you didn't really get grumpier as the no, day no. went on, but like that I can tell fun. that your enthusiasm to just be. 
was decreasing. Like, I'm happiest in a setting like this, typically. Um, just you're you're very you're very much a homebody. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, everyone's different, and yeah. that's just you. Yeah. Do I have? I mean, I mentioned a few when I was giving you examples. I that's true, yeah. eat crust off of the sandwich first, so yep. then I can have just the inner portion of the sandwich. That is that is delicious. It's satisfying. Yeah. Like you're but then, eating the gross part yeah. first to enjoy the inner. Goodness. I think that kind of says something in a broader way about your personality and how you handle things too. Do you think that extends beyond just the way you eat a sandwich? And do you think it actually is how you handle life? Like when you have a list of things you need to do, do you actually do the harder things first to take to get them over with? I think so. I don't. I'm thinking back on it. And normally when I have like stuff to do, I just want to get the hard stuff done. Yeah. I just want to get it over with so I can enjoy it. The Enjoy the rest of the so, ride. I mean, you're presented with the sandwich of life and you eat the crust first so that you can enjoy that delicious center. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice, man. When we moved into the house, we had like an entire weekend to move stuff. Mm-hmm. But I'm the type of person that, like, I'm okay with working for 15 hours straight on one day to get that done. Like, yeah. I don't want the, I don't want to start moving boxes and stuff and furniture and then be like, all right, it's five o'clock. I'm done for the day. Yeah. And know that I still have like another five or six hours to do to the next day. I, I would rather say, just keep working. I'm glad you like that because as someone who is helping you, I, I feel like someone who helps you would rather be that way too mm. because. It'd be kind of annoying if I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to help you today. And then you pause in areas where like I wouldn't want to pause. And then I'm like, oh, like TikTok. Right. Like I'm like, home. right. I'm ready to be done. <laughs> and you're still out there working yeah, as a, like, yeah, a guest. Yeah. So I don't know if I got any other rituals. So I guess we should just end the show. All right. This has been a real bad episode. And it, it, has, it depresses me because this is the best sounding yeah, episode. It really is. It really is. I'm looking forward to hearing how it sounds. Really am. I'm looking forward to coming back next week with actual prepared yeah, material know, me too. and doing this setup justice. Honestly, um, we would have done a lot better this time if we weren't so preoccupied with the fact that we yes, were getting new equipment. Exactly. That's all we thought about and all we focused yeah, on. Yeah, normally we use the weekend to prepare for the episode. Yeah, we did not. But in the spare time that we had this weekend, you were here and we were playing with this equipment. Yeah. <laughs> so we didn't do any prep. I made a I Will Survive song. It's beautiful so, and I might... Oh, it's terrible. <gasps> That's going to be the outro. No, it's so bad. That's the ELT <laughs> for this episode, dude. <laughs> I'm totally using it. So Friday night when we were... Uh, the first night that we played with this equipment, I went upstairs to do something. And when I come back down, Jake's like, Joe, you got to hear this. <laughs> and he had recorded like a four layer track of him singing like a chorus, a verse and a chorus to I Will Survive. <laughs> and it's horrible because I mean, it's I did not, it in five minutes. You did it in five <laughs> minutes. And like, if you had had time to line some time right, things right. better and line it up, it would have sounded much better. Anyway, you guys are going to hear it. It's going to be oh, at the no. end of this episode. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be the reward to actually sticking this sticking one out, Sticking right? through it, yeah. What's funny is like three people are going to hear this ever. Yeah, so you shouldn't really yeah, worry. It's going to be you that hears it, me that hears it, mm-hmm. and maybe one of our significant others. Yep. So I guess before we go, I'm going to ask you for a wise word. Make it about this disaster of an episode. I'm going to. Preparation. That's a good word. You know, we boys and girls in life, <laughs> prepare. Don't. Don't 
Just don't not. Don't not. <laughs> don't not. That about sums right. up my feelings about this episode. Don't not. All right. Have a great week, everybody. See you in the next more prepared episode. That's right. Episode 73. Right after Easter. Right after Have Easter. Have a great Easter. Have a good Easter. Eat some chocolate. Eat some chocolate. Bite the ears off bunnies. Ooh. Go buy a bunny from a dude in the van on the side of the road. Keep it for the weekend and then decide this was a bad idea and release it into the woods. That's a great thing. Yeah. I love that people do that. All right. Have fun, everybody. See you later. I love you. <laughs> That's been a thing. We say I love you. Because I love them. Yeah. I love you guys, too. I love you. But it feels less genuine saying it again. Well, after you. Like, yours was genuine, but is mine <laughs> genuine? Uh, Can I just saying it because you said it? I mean, if I say something like, I, I feel like if I say I love you and then you say I love you, you're just piggybacking off I of kinda You're, am. like, copycatting me. Yeah. But if you say, like, you know what? I love you, too. Like, in addition, like, yeah. you love the listeners as well as me. I like you guys as friends. Wait, let's try something. On three, we're going to say we love you. Ready? One, two, three. We, we love, love you. you. That's the one. See you next week. That's a wrap. First I was afraid. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But I spent so many nights just thinking how you did me wrong. But I grew strong. And I learned how to get along. And so you're back from outer space. I just walked in to find you here with a bad look upon your face. I should have changed those stupid locks. I should have made you the key. If I'd known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Oh, no, not I. I will survive.